Welcome to the Missions Podcast, the show that explores your hard questions on missions, theology, and practice to help goers think and thinkers go. I'm Alex Kochman, Director of Communication. What is my job title today? I just, uh, it just changed, actually, yes. so I'm kind of getting tongue-tied. Director of Communications and Media for ABWE, and joined by Scott Dunford, pastor of Redeemer Church in Fremont, California, and our new friend, Kevin DeYoung. Good to be with you. Pastor yes. of Christ Covenant Church, right here where we are, right live here. from the Radius International Missiology Conference. the Presbyterian aura but about that's it. right, we're Baptists and we're here and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're in North this Carolina, nobody's burning anyone yet. But uh-huh. you'll always be Michigan to us. So, yeah, well, I, so we pastored in churches we did, very close right to each other. We did, right down the road from each other. It'll be a long time before I will have pastored more here than in Michigan. Yes. <laughs> so it's really good to have you. Yeah. We, I wanted to be cheeky and start with a question of like, you know, so hey, what is the mission of the church? But uh, that's the that's actually the title of or the why whole- why aren't you emergent? But <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right or, you know, what's your opinions on Ted Clark? No, uh, but, uh, but instead, uh, you gave a session on, on what is not the mission of the church. Mm-hmm. And I, I would love for you to just help our listeners think through that. You know, why is it so important for the church to understand what its mission is, but also why it, what its mission isn't. So it, it is really important because it's really easy to talk about what mission is and find very little disagreement. I mean, if you talk about the Great Commission, there's very few not Great Commission church. I mean, there are reality, but people, everyone likes right. the Great Commission. So to just say, we want to make disciples, we want to evangelize, of course, thumbs up. But to then say, well, what does that mean we're not doing? We're not making our priorities? You know, the, the, the business guru guy, Peter Drucker, famously said, you don't have priorities until you have posteriorities. So if this is your prior, your posterior is mm-hmm. here. Meaning, if you have 10 priorities, you don't have 10 priorities. And if you have something first, that's not really a priority unless there's some things you're not going to do. So that's the hard part about missions. It's not saying all the wonderful things we'd like to do, but what does it mean then mm. we're, we're gonna say no to really mm-hmm. good things? So it, in this session, uh, mercifully, I won't give the, the, the talk again, but I just went to a, a few different passages, uh, Genesis 12, for example. Mm-hmm. Great mission text about being a blessing, but how are the nations blessed? It's not because the patriarchs went out and had some blessing strategy for human flourishing, but Paul connects that text to say, when you have faith in Abraham, you're blessed. Or Jesus, first day of ministry in Nazareth in Luke chapter four, great text about Jesus in ministry. People say, well, there he was social liberator, transformer of social structures. He preached good news to the poor. But pay attention to the verbs there. They're, they're proclamation verbs. He came to announce something. And the poor, we see later in Luke chapter four, we got the widow of Zarephath. She was material poor. And then you have the other example, Naaman, the Syrian general, who was rich, elite. He was a Twitter blue check mark. He was a card-carrying member of big Assyrian Eva. And Jesus... <laughs> Never heard it put that way before. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and, and Jesus said, well, he's poor because he's poor in spirit. Right. And then uh, just John 20, the, the Great Commission text there, where Jesus says, as I was sent, so I send you. And John Stott famously said, you know, our... Mission, the Great Commission is to serve. Well, again, how did Jesus serve? He served to give his life as a ransom for many. And even his, his acts of compassion, which were many, and we love them, and the church will be engaged in some of those, yet they were all for the purpose of bringing people to understand who he is. So there's never an example in the Gospels of Jesus going on a healing tour, an exorcism tour, 
he goes on a preaching tour and he does those things to corroborate who he is and, and move by compassion. But he says, Mark 138, he came out in ministry to preach. So there you go. You didn't have to have the whole session, three minute <laughs> version of what I was trying to say, what the mission of the church is not to clear the way yeah. for what it is. That's one of the things that we love about the Radius Conference is that there's so much good that we need to hear about unreached people groups and mm -hmm. the plight of the lost and, and things like that. But you can also come and learn about the Bible and learn about those theological truths that undergird the mission, whether you're a sender, whether you're a goer, whatever role that you're playing. Um, but thinking specifically about the goers a little bit. So you wrote uh, a book that was kind of a Nike ripoff a little bit, but not <laughs> right, quite, right? right yeah. You know, encouraging, uh, I think, particularly millennials to, to kind of get off your duff and do uh -huh. something, you know, for the Lord and stop, you know, sort of navel gazing about right. what God's will is for your life. Go and do something. Right. Um, and hopefully something on mission in some way. Um, it's been a few years since that book. Yeah. And there's different ways in which you know, Generation Z is, is distinguished from millennials and from uh, Gen X, and, and there's nuances there. The generation turnover is a lot quicker. So there's a lot right. of young people at this conference, a lot of people that are like, yeah, I want to engage in missions. That's why I'm here. But how would you maybe counsel differently a Gen Zer who's maybe thinking about missions, maybe not yet thinking about missions at all based on some of the things that you've written and well, said? I've got kids in that age group. I've got college yeah. age kids. Yeah. Personal and sometimes you. I'm saying to them, don't do something. Right. <laughs> Wait mm. a little bit, you know? Right. So I'm just curious, you know, we're yeah. thinking like, how would you, what would you write 10 years later? Yeah, because that book came out, yeah, over 12 years or something now. And when I wrote it, I was kind of writing to my own generation. Of course, now I'm, you know, I got a kid going off to college too. <laughs> and so certainly nobody mistakes me for being, being young. Young, haha. -ha. But I think, I get that all the time. <laughs> How does it feel to be de old now? Right. But I think you're right. It's still a message that, Certainly a lot of people, I do think, need to hear the just do something, okay? You're, you're confused about God's will or just in cycles of inactivity because doing nothing often, it, it, is, it feels safer than doing something. Mm -hmm. To do something means we make a decision, we cut off other options. So all of that's true, but I think you're right. There is something in, you know, the generation of some of our old, older kids and who maybe have a zeal for, they've caught in the, the bug for social justice or mission broadly conceived. And yet what, what here at the Radius Conference is so good at is saying, that's great, but zeal with knowledge. And especially when we talk about global mission, don't just take, hey, you're kind of awkward and not making it here in your home country. Go somewhere else and you'll be great, what Max Stiles calls uh, transformation by aviation. You know, get yeah. in a tube of a plane and you'll yeah. become a different person. Yeah. So to those folks, you do want to say, hey, slow up, uh, get involved in your local church, let people around you who know you, who can see what you're like, confirm what sort of gifts you have, training you have. Uh, so the task is urgent in one sense, but it's urgent for the right sort of people. And we want to make sure, and the best place to to test out those gifts and see that you have the Christian maturity, because it's fruit even more than gifts, mm -hmm. is to be in the local church and be around people who, who know you and love you and can speak the truth. So our last question, speaking of local church. Yeah, so you, you we're in one right now. Right, you're in yes. your local church right, right now. Uh, you pastored in Michigan, you pastored in, in, in North Carolina, two very different places. And yet I think some of the principles you're talking about 
um, are, are really transcultural right. and even apply to the mission field. So what would you say to pastors who are listening to say, hey, if we're going to train this next generation of missionaries, here's the things that you can start doing in your preaching, in your teaching, in the way you're equipping people for ministry, to, to actually help them to do not just something, but to do the right things. Right. So I, when I think about some of the things that I've written, maybe if there's a, a theme around a lot of the, the books, it's you don't have to make Christianity more complicated than it is. Mm. It's both easier and harder than we think. It's harder than we think in that we all have a lot of sin and we need to die to self and constantly repent. And, but it's, it's easier in that God isn't asking you to, be, to have supernatural visions before you go do something or even go to the mission field. God isn't asking you to be an expert in every single thing. So the, the first thing I would say is you think about how could pastors you know, train up people to go to the mission field? It's ordinary, mature, healthy Christians. Are you somebody who loves God and your neighbor, who loves the Bible, who has an understanding of the gospel, who is well-formed theologically? It's what Paul told Timothy, keep a close watch on your life and on your doctrine. So before we think about what sort of special ninja skills you need to have to go to the mission field, yeah. are you a mature Christian who knows your Bible, knows theology, can interact with people, is not awkward, the sort of person we would love to have here? Mm -hmm. So the main thing I'd want pastors and church leaders to hear is, are you, one, are, are you modeling that? Two, are you cultivating a kind of culture in your church to do that? And are you preaching toward that end? And then when you have just a normal, baseline, mature, godly, you know, filled with the Spirit sort of Christian, then you can think about some specifics. Like as a, as a preacher, are you working in from time to time, not every Sunday the application is the same, but from time to time, uh, a kind of call. Some of you should consider mm -hmm. missions. Are you putting it before your church? Because what often happens is missions, everyone's kind of for it during missions week, but it's... Yeah. It's like a few kind of crazy, right. you know, granola types who are like on the missions committee. Oh, God said, call someone just not my kid. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So that's true. Pastors often, and I'm preaching to, preaching to myself here, you need to help disciple your parents. What are you going to do when your 24-year-old your says, I yeah. want to go do this in some hard place? You say, no, wait a minute. That, my plan was you and the start having grandkids like, five doors down from us, which yeah. is what parents want. So you need to disciple the whole family and right. the whole church toward that end. That's exciting. That's yeah. Good. Well, people can follow you on Twitter at, what is it, Rev Kev something? Something, Rev Kevin DeYoung, I think. Yeah, I very know. good. Yeah. And, uh, and how can they get a hold of your books and some things that you've written, the talk that you gave here? Yeah, so I, uh, I, I have a website, kevindeyoung.org, that has all of sermons, articles, everything that I'm doing gets funneled into that one resource. You can find all the, the books there. Otherwise, you know, books are at Crossway or Amazon or, right. yes, bookstores as yeah. they exist online yeah. in various places. Very good. Well, thank you for your church and your church's hospitality for having this we're, here. We're really pleased for having to a it. mission's heartbeat. Thank you, guys. And uh, for, your, for your words of wisdom for us today. So the Missions Podcast is a ministry of ABWE. To get more, go to missionspodcast.com and you can partner with us at missionspodcast.com slash support. And also, while you're there, remember to leave us a five-star review that'll help get this content in front of others who can be blessed by it. So until our next conversation here from the Radius Conference 2022, thanks for watching and listening.